اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام اشرف المرسلين سيدنا ومولانا محمد المصطفى صلى الله عليه وسلم بمددكم ونزلكم سيدي رسول الكريم يا حبيب العظيم ماذا يا سيدي سلطان الاولياء ما شغل الفيز الدغستاني سلطان شيخ محمد ناظم هذا الحقاني سلطان قلوبنا مولانا الشيخ هشام كباني مدد الحق يا حجه الله المخلص اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اتي الله اتي رسول واول الامر منكم and always a reminder for myself and abdukul ajis so daif and miskin and zalim and jahal and if not by the grace of allah azawajal that cease to be an existence by allah azawajal's infinite rahma and mercy that continues to give us life with all our shortcomings with all our wrongdoings allah azawajal huwa al-ghafur rahim endless oceans of generosity and mercy and only allah come into our life to bring realities into our heart and illuminate our path a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem bismillahir rahmanir rahim qul ja'al haqq wa zahaqal batil inna batil kana zahuqan and that for lay people ordinary people when they asked that give us an understanding of haqq that allah describing everything created by haqq and that the light is haqq and they said this is a description of allah and from mawlana shaykh's teaching that as you draw near to that divine reality that Allah the adab and the respect, the manners will begin to explain to the heart of the seeker because Prophet with a physical mirage and the seekers and lovers of Sayyidina Muhammad lovers of the Divinely Presence, lovers of Sayyidina Muhammad the mirage is through the heart and in that heart as they draw near Allah begins to clarify within their heart that remember nothing is like unto me. That I created haqq but haqq is never a description of me. Means that Allah as much as one is moving towards Allah as much as Allah is moving away. There's never a point in our soul whether, with, whether within our life or within our death that you draw into the presence of the Creator. Then that would mean you share a space, you share air, you share a breath. And the adab is that there's no way to approach. As much as you're approaching, as much as Allah is moving away to remain as a mystery but leaves for us the sign ayatul min ayatullah the sign and the greatest signs of Allah is Nur Muhammad that the light of Prophet is the reflection of Allah is the description or 
the manifestation of all these haqqaiqs and realities. That these attributes, although they describe Allah they'll be known to the believer and to the seeker through the realities of Sayyidina Muhammad So there's no way to approach and say that I've seen the haqq. Means then you would be claiming something in the vicinity of Allah So they begin to define that haqq and truth, it has a elements within it. That ha and the importance of that ha is for the oceans of Al-Hayat. That Allah is going to begin to define this Muhammadan reality from Haqiqatul Muhammadiyyah This reality through its huruf will show its elements in the, what we understand from the world of Kalam. What we are saying of haqq, its elements in which Allah creates it is known through its hurufs like the salt and the flour. It gives you a description of what's being baked. That ha of haqq is the oceans of hayat. And Allah when going to make that haqq, He creates it from the oceans of al-hayat the eternal oceans of the ever-living. When Allah is going to make the qaf, it's going to be qaf al-Qur'an al-Majeed. Means that that ocean of qayyum and realities is going to be opening upon that haqq. Means that oceans of hayat and the secrets from Holy Qur'an, the dressing and making qayyum that is self-sustained, self-sustained realities that this haqq is not in need of anyone to sustain it other than Allah is the sustainer of the haqq. So it means that they're trying to draw that you, you cannot describe Allah but Allah is the support of haqq, Allah is the sustainer of haqq. Allah is what gives the ha its hayat, gives the qaf, the qayyum, its eternal dress that nobody is going to feed it, nobody is going to sustain it. Its sustenance, its energy, its existence comes from Allah's Divinely Presence. Means then in our lives they begin to teach that light of eternity, the reality of eternity like the sun. Because always it's a reminder for myself that why to understand these realities because it gives us an understanding of our path. When Allah wants us to understand eternity and haqq, one sign of haqq is the shams, is the sun. On this earth Allah gives us a sign that just for you to understand my haqq, look to the sun. It's hay and it's qayyum. Its power of hayat is sustained by Allah It's qayyum because we don't know when that sun came into existence and when that sun is going. Don't listen to the people uh, at school thinking that oh, there are 30 billion years left. They can't tell you what happened 40 years ago. 
more than give you a timestamp on the sun. When it came, when it goes, beyond our understanding. When Allah created that reality, but for earth it's for us to look and understand Hayat and Qayyum, that which is alive and eternal. And they said in many different talks that the soul is of that reality. The soul of Sayyidina Muhammad more powerful than that sun. And in our life we see that that sun was the same sun for Sayyidina Adam salam, for Sayyidina Nuh salam, for Sayyidina Ibrahim salam. Means that it re resembles in eternity. And as much as you approach that sun, all of its benefits and all of its realities, it nourishes life on this earth. It heals life on this earth. And if we were to approach the sun, it would burn everything away. Imagine then the light of Sayyidina Muhammad where when we recite within these naat, Hayyu al-Qayyum, that your light outdoes the light of the sun and the moon. Just the green dome of Medina outdoes and outshines the lights of the sun and the moon. These nats and these nasheeds that we recite, only Allah want us to understand that these only Allah, they've been dressed from that reality. They've been dressed from what Allah want and son to be dressed that bring out the reality of your hayat, of your eternal dress, that which is not going to be perishing. Bring out the reality of your qayyum, your eternity, means bring out the power of your soul. So when Allah is describing Qul, we said before as a reminder that when we read Holy Qur'an, we're imagining Allah speaking to us. It has a different understanding. When Allah are teaching that when you read Holy Qur'an, this is a dialogue between Allah and Sayyidina Muhammad and you don't exist. Don't put yourself in an existence or in a place of importance. So Qul Ja'al Haqq, Allah is speaking to Janab Haqq There's one speaking, one being spoken to, so who's the Qul to? That you are the Haqq of Allah and verily when the truth comes, falsehood perishes. Means everything is existing within a falsehood, its delusion and its illusions. And Allah is giving the isharat of that light, that mayqul, mayqaf wal Qur'anil Majeed on that eternal tongue. We said before that nothing can hold the qul of Allah The qul and the speech of Allah Allah says, if I speak to the mountain, it will be dust. But I speak to the heart of Sayyidina Muhammad Manzil al-Qur'an. The Holy Qur'an is emanating from the soul of Prophet So that qul of Allah is like a power to the haqq. 
that that haqq is the sign of Allah's signs that I created from your life Ya Nabi Muhammad and I created everything in truth. I created everything with the Muhammadan light because everything exists within Allah Muhammadun Rasulullah Can't be in La because it means that there's nothing here but Allah So La ilaha illallah is the power of Muhammadun Rasulullah So then everything within that kalimah. So Allah describing all this creation is bahaq Muhammad You are my haq. You are from the oceans of hayat and your soul is qayyum. And every soul and every light is from that light. So when Allah give you your soul, He takes from the light of that haq and put it into the body. And Allah describing that when that haq, janab haq, the master and the sultan of haq, wherever that haq moves, it hits the falsehood. Because everything is existing in a false illusion. We said before with the realities of sound, you have to use your heart and contemplate. We said the sound that you make is giving you your appearance, your idea, your your, your, your understanding. Even now they have scientists saying that sound can change your DNA. And their scientists, haq, you make a certain zikr and sound, your DNA structure can become and change. There are scientists who say that sound on water and they saw the crystals changing. They said, hate, hate, hate and the water, the crystals of the water under electron microscope were changing. They became darkened. As soon as you said something positive and something loving, it changes. Because this whole world of form is form, then becomes its atoms and molecules, they become a light. That light becomes a, an energy, that energy is based on sound, what we talked about two weeks. So it means everything is manifesting based on its sound. If its sound is low and bad and cursing like today's music, why shaitan is propagating and spreading that sound on the earth? And when Dajjal comes from awliyaullah's teaching, he's going to release a song. And in 40 days that song will cover the earth and whoever hears that will look into their ear. And like the Pied Piper, they told stories of the children, he plays a sound and everybody begins to follow. And you see it now. You see every sound and every concert is based on an ideology, not ideology, idolatry, wrong word, <laughs> right? Every rock concert is like an ancient idolatry event, fire going, uh, an idol comes onto the stage and then ask everybody for their hands up. Why hands up? Because they're giving them baya. They say, put your hands up and swear your allegiance to us. And they make fire go and they say, it's the pyromania, what pyro, technomania. <laughs> fire, they make fire everywhere. Why? Because they understood the importance of sound. This reality of sound is what making people to manifest. 
And what Allah is describing in this Ayatul Kareem that when Prophet sends light, the light of haqq, the highest reality of light, that's why that light appears on judgment day. If they don't know their Islam, they have to go and study. Liwalham, that Prophet will make du'as that intercede for all creation. Why? Because the sound of Prophet begins to shatter everything. Allah will make all falsehood begin to approach to Prophet They're coming for the intercession of the master of sound whose name is Ham So not Allah giving us clues everywhere. The master of sound of the heavens has arrived upon the earth. Ahamd in the Divinely Presence, Muhammad for earth means that the master of sound is coming and begin to make a sound in which all falsehood will perish but of a Divine perishing means it will be crushed, brought down and the haqq of Allah will begin to come. So shatters the false, means they emanate, they, they will come with all their false understanding, false belief, false practices, all those things that were not pleasant to Allah but Allah's rahmah will shatter it with the hamd of Prophet and then rebuild it. Say, Hatan wahidatan. Allah is but one shout and we make you to be dust. In Surah Yasin again says, and it's but one shout that we raise you back into our presence. Who shout? From the oceans of oneness. Allah's shout will shatter everything and nothing will be in existence. Means the order comes to Prophet make the sound and everything will be crushed. Make the sound and bring everything back towards its reality. Means that reality, that is the towards the understanding of the greatness of Sayyidina Muhammad because they underestimate the greatness of their Prophet If we understood what, what Prophet is sending to the heart of awliyaullah of these realities from Allah's Divinely Presence that when that haqq comes every falsehood is perishing and then falsehood in its nature is nothing, zahuqa. It's easy to be destroyd. Wherever Prophet's light goes, falsehood goes. Falsehood and the light of Sayyidina Muhammad cannot be together. That's why they run away from the mafid. They don't even have the ability to enter into the mafid. It's not something people are choosing, oh I'm gonna come, I'm not gonna come. No, you have no choice to come. If you're overridden by falsehood, the falsehood within that person is saying, no way do I want to go to that light because I'm going to vanish, I'm going to be burned in that light. Because it knows, the shayateen know, the bad nafs knows that those are the haqq of Allah those are the lights of Allah If we approach them, we become non-existent. So when they begin to describe Prophet that the light of Prophet wherever it moves, every falsehood begins to perish. Every falsehood by its nature is like nothing non-existent. By understanding that, we understand the Ahbab and Nabi 
not the scholars, because you can know something but have no love for Sayyidina Muhammad Scholar, anybody can read and memorize. Ahbab and Nabi are the lovers of Sayyidina Muhammad that they achieved high levels of faith in which they love Prophet more than they love themselves. Based on that they have been overtaken by that love. It emanates and occupies every part of their reality. قُلْ إِنِي كُنْتُمْ تُهِبُونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِيُونِي يُهِبُكُمْ Allah gave to them the secret that, you want my love, you're approaching me with so much sincerity. If you want my love, follow Prophet Follow with your entire being Prophet That's why the importance of the sun, they realize their life, they have to be Qamar. They have to be a planet in which it follows the sun exactly, completely. They don't look right, they don't look left, they're not occupied by other people's thoughts and opinions. They look only to the light of Prophet and they keep moving, keep moving. And the light of Prophet begin to burn away every falsehood from them. There's no other promise like that. That if you say, no, you're following Allah and Allah going to burn away falsehood. No, you're incorrect in your belief. That was the belief of shaitan because shaitan said, I don't need Adam, that nothing should come between me and Allah and Allah said, you're wrong, make sajda. said, I'm not making sajda and left. So means that Allah began to describe if the light that was in Sayyidina Adam salam was Nur Muhammad for the ihtiram of the light of Sayyidina Muhammad made all the angels bow down, bow down to that light. So when that haqq begins to move in our life, it begins to hit every type of falsehood. So when Ahbab and Nabi and the lovers of Prophet that every hadith is beginning to describe them. That remember me once, Allah sends me ten times to make salawat upon you, now they're turning into sons. Because their remembrance of Prophet is immense, tremendous amounts of salawats on Sayyidina Muhammad As a result, Prophet is continuously praising upon them and they begin the relationship of fusion. As you praise upon Sayyidina Muhammad Prophet's Prophet, Prophet's Prophet's promise is to praise back upon you. So now you have a love relationship of praising and taking back. You're praising and taking back. The secret of fusion is opening within you and you're becoming like a small sun filled with a lot of qudra, filled with a lot of power. And they show many times in the miniatures these saintly and pious people as sons, shams. Their light is so powerful, more powerful than the light of the sun. And then you study the sun, how much is nourished by that sun? How much is given to us by that sun? Imagine then the sun of awliyaullah who are carrying the light and the love of Sayyidina Muhammad that anything that is in their presence is being burned. Anything moving towards their presence is being burned. Everywhere that Prophet pushes them and moves them is a haqq of Allah is moving and every falsehood is running. 
because the falsehood has no power to enter in and to come after. Because Allah's lights are pushing away. If we understood that reality, then you begin to understand the difference of attending a majlis of just someone versus attending their majlis. They have to at least be able to explain the reality to even think that they're from that reality. Their associations are not like regular association, whether it's in person or whether it's via, via technologies. The light and the sound is still moving through all the technologies and many people have dreams and visions of them. Means those associations are the associations of haqq. Allah's light, Prophet's light, all of the awliya light upon that association and begin to move and begin to destroy every type of falsehood that can't be achieved in your salah, that can't be achieved in your zakah. Why? Because you could be praying with shaitan inside you. There's no promise that you pray and haqq of Allah come and destroy every type of falsehood. You pray and you act and do all your soul with you and everything that within you is already there. That amal doesn't even rise. If shaitan is inside, they say, Allahu Akbar, there's no rise. When they make dua, shaitan makes it to be dirty, the foul smell doesn't even rise. But Allah have a consciousness and keep their company. Hold tight to the rope of Allah and don't separate. These are the ropes of Allah their association not like other associations. They're teaching from the world of light and malakut that to take these lights, be dressed by these lights, be built by these lights. These lights are what gives the soul a tashrif and an honor. When they look and Allah look, malaika look, they look to the lights that been dressed upon the soul, not the lights that we think we are getting our dress from our salah, our zakah and our fasting, but the lights from the love of Sayyidina Muhammad These lights from Ahbab and Nabi that they are the moons that reflect the love of Prophet upon the soul of the believer and they give the soul all its medallions, all of its colors, all of its glory. That Allah look to that light and sees the love of Sayyidina Muhammad upon it. And that's what gives the soul its honor in Divinely Presence. We pray that Allah open more and more understanding for us from these realities and to be dressed by these realities to find the people of that reality that that reality has a tremendous importance and that's why they teach the attunement. That as much as you break down your vibration, your sound, your understanding, as much as they can begin to attune the heart. The heart is a very sensitive organ. Very sensitive organ if we understood the, the danger and the subtlety of the heart, wuqufu qalb, we would be vigilant in guarding and safeguarding the heart. They have songs that you play the strings of my heart, 
love song. You play, what? I don't know how I can sing right now. But you can say things and people's heart can have a, a love, can have a panic, can have a fear. It's a very sensitive receiver. So it means that that heart when it's trained on how to love Prophet how to understand that reality, it's picking up that reception. If you place that heart in other places and to hear other things, it's also picking up those vibrations. So that's why they warn us to be vigilant with the heart. Don't give your heart to anywhere. Don't put your heart to listen to everything. It's picking up those vibrations. If they're not from the love of Sayyidina Muhammad shaitan is infiltrating that understanding with all his dirtiness. And we say again, because many people I'm, I'm amazed at myself, how many times you can repeat something until somebody it clicks. What made the angels to fall? What made the angels to question Allah Where angels are supposed to be mas'oom because their teacher was shaitan. As soon as shaitan began to teach them, he not only taught them knowledge but gave him from his bad characteristics. So that when Allah was going to show something, their bad characteristic intervened on their knowledge and they questioned Allah why you made him the khalifa when you know he's going to make bloodshed. How could an angel ask something from that? Because their teacher was shaitan. And Allah thought there's a danger, you're learning from shaitan. I know who shaitan is, you don't know him yet. I'm going to make this all to happen to stop learning from them. Learn from Bani Adam whom I've taught from the lights and the knowledges of Sayyidina Muhammad So means they teach, be careful with your heart and where you're trying to learn from. It may not only be picking up knowledge but it picks up all the bad characteristics. That's why they're teaching by energy. Every word they say has a frequency. So not only the, the knowledge that somebody has but the dirtiness of the cup you have to be worried about. Because they could say, oh say, this is a pure water. But I say, yeah that cup looks like it's been… has waste on it. If you put that in your mouth you get sick. So it's not only the knowledge, Prophet warned that the qirat and the, the way the talk will be pleasing to you, pleasing to you. But it's coming with a poison into the heart unless they are the lovers of Sayyidina Muhammad And you know the lovers of Sayyidina Muhammad because they talk excessively about the love of Sayyidina Muhammad Subhanahu wa bika rabbil yasifoon wa salaamun al mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa harmati Muhammad al-Mustafa wa basir Surat al-Fatiha Sidna al-Nabi, Sidna al-Nabi, Sidna al-Nabi Sidna al-Nabi,